Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shakti Waves Radio, broadcasting epic dives into greatness. I am your host, Sonia Avramovich. I am the owner and creator behind C and Shakti, my brand, which provides life-expanding and affirming services, experiences, and content. Check out my website, www.cshakti.com, or my Instagram page, at Sanya, S-A-N-J-A. Yes, I do have a one-name Instagram handle, Woot Woot. This podcast is so special to me because I share the stories of entrepreneurs, creators, and leaders that I know personally, and we get into candid, real conversations, and they share their stories and their wisdom with you. And I also share solo episodes with you. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I'd love to hear from you please reach out to me at Sonia on Instagram and let me know what you think. I love getting your DMs and hearing from you or hearing about your thoughts in the reviews below. So please leave a review or send me a DM on Instagram. Get ready to dive into your greatness for all of us. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shakti Waves Radio broadcasting epic dives into greatness with your host, yours truly, Sonia Abramovich, also pronounced Sonia. How are you today? Tap in. How are you feeling? Today we're going to be talking about all of the feels, and I'm going to be sharing with you my best tips as a coach, as a human with a psychology degree, as a woman, as a friend, around how to heal heartbreak, how to release patterns in toxic relationships, how to create boundaries. This is a pretty big conversation. Relationships make up such a big part of our lives. They are the main foundation of why we are human. We want to connect and be with each other. And it's also when we're thinking about starting businesses or being leaders and being creators and artists, relationships and the people in our lives are our greatest supports. There might be some of our first customers. They might be the people that help us keep going. They might read our work or edit our work. So whenever we are feeling heartbroken or a relationship ends or the dynamic changes, it's so, so supportive for us to give ourselves the time to heal and to know what to do to actually have that go differently for us so that we can have connection again and have productivity again and have love again. This year has been a really interesting year for myself personally. I've already shared with you guys that I had a really epic breakup. You can listen to that podcast episode. I'll put it in the show notes around how to have an epic breakup, a beautiful breakup, a breakup where you're both happy, you're mutually excited about it. You both agree that you need to break up. And you've effectively been able to change the relationship. That's what that podcast episode is all about, how to have an epic breakup, which is really how to have a loving it breakup, how to have a happy ending, so to speak. And this podcast episode is all about when the endings aren't so happy, when you're heartbroken by the ending of a romantic relationship, with the ending of a friendship, with the ending of a job, any sort of ending, anytime you feel heartbroken by the way that something was, Maybe the relationship isn't over, but you've got a lot of hurt. You've got a lot of emotion. There's anger. There's lots going on and it's shifted and it's transformed. And now you need some support with what to do with that. A lot of you guys did request for me to speak about soulmates, 
twin flame, sensual spirituality, and I will get to that. It feels like a separate topic. So I'm going to cover the heartbreaking, you know, the tough stuff first, and then we're going to talk about the beauty and love of twin flames and soulmates and spiritual sensuality and sexuality. And I actually want to have a couple guests to talk about those topics with. I'm talking to a couple different YouTubers that I really love right now and a couple different Instagrammers that I want to have on the show. So I am going to bring those topics to you. And it is a part of this conversation as well. So first things first, when you are healing from heartbreak, it can look a lot of different ways for different people. And essentially what I want this conversation to be about is how do you get over something when you didn't want it to end or when it ended badly or there's bad blood, as Taylor Swift would say, or there's just some stuff that's unresolved. You don't have closure. Maybe you can't even talk to that person. Maybe their communication is poor. Maybe your communication is poor or you can't seem to bring yourself to have that conversation or the way that you have the dynamic with that person is just different from everyone else and you just can't seem to work it out. It always just ends up with unresolved or you get stuck in the same place. This actually also happens to me. Like I said, I've had an epic breakup with my last partner where we got to communicate and really create what was going to be the best for the both of us. And it was a very open, real dialogue. And with some people, with some sort of star signs, with some personality types, with some people that trigger my personal patterns, I can't have that same level of conversation. I don't actually like who I get to be around them. That makes resolving or getting closure or healing the heartbreak that needs to happen between two people communicating a lot more difficult. So I'm going to talk to you about all of that today because I've recently gone through it and I'd really love to just serve you in that way. And if you have any specific questions or anything that isn't covered in this podcast, please DM me or Facebook message me. You can find me on Instagram at Sonia, S-A-N-J-A, DM me directly or you can find me on Facebook at C Shakti, S-E-A-S-H-A-K-T-I. I'll put it in the show notes. You can just send me a direct message. So number one, when there is a loss of a friendship or a loss of a relationship, there's usually a lot of feelings that come up and you might not actually be the feeling type. So I don't want to assume that everyone has a lot of emotions that come up. For some people, they actually have physical pain that comes up. It actually shows up physically in the body or there's a lot of thoughts that come up and you're thinking about it a lot. So it's kind of more of a mental or intellectual game that you're having or an intellectual battle. So it can actually show up in a couple of different ways. And I kind of think it's related to the elements. So if you're having a lot of emotions around it and it's kind of up and down and you're feeling, you know, one minute you're feeling okay about it, the next minute you're feeling sad and then you're feeling resolute and then you're feeling angry that's to do with water and the water element. And I'll talk about what to do with that. Or you might be feeling it in your body, which is more of like an earth element and an earth energy. So you might actually need to move your body, move through it with your body, consider the pain or the headaches or the tension or the fatigue that you're having. And it might actually be your body expressing and feeling that pain and that heartbreak. The best thing for you might be to go get a massage or to move your body or to do yoga or to exercise. And we'll talk a bit more about that. Or you might be having that mental experience where you're just thinking about it a lot. You can't get it off your mind. Maybe you're even dreaming about it. You're just overanalyzing it or you're thinking about what was said, what wasn't said, what you wanted to say. So it's a bit of a more cerebral game, which is the air element. And it might be a mixture of all of these because a lot of us have different personalities and different constitutions. So it really depends, but really just check in on what is going on for you. 
become aware and mindful of how are you experiencing this breakup or this breaking off of a relationship, this heartbreak? How is that for you? And the one thing I can suggest is I'm pretty emotional. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a water sign. And with my human design, if you've never heard of human design, it's incredible. It's essentially like the new evolved horoscope. I'm going to do a podcast about it with a guest in the next couple of months. But for now, I'll just lead you to a couple resources in the show notes around human design. But my main constitution is emotional solar plexus, which means that I make my decisions by feeling them out. I feel them out through my body and I need to feel my emotions. And then I usually get a sense of where to go. And sometimes I also need to use logic or sometimes it's just a gut instant feeling ping. But most of the time I need to ride the waves of my emotions, not make decisions when I'm emotional and then I know. And this is the same when I'm dealing with heartbreak and when a lot of emotion comes up for me. So what really, really works for me is to actually give myself the space to feel what I'm feeling. So my number one tip for you is one, figure out how this is going on. Is it a mental? Is it a physical? Is it an emotional thing? Is it a mixture of all three? And then here are some tips for what to do. So with the emotional side, you got to feel it out. Gabby Bernstein, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, always talks about that you can feel a feeling in 90 seconds. If you fully let yourself go there, you just think, I'm going to fully feel this feeling. I'm going to feel this sadness. I'm going to feel this remorse. I'm going to feel this regret. I'm going to feel this anger. And you just let yourself feel it. You let it go throughout your entire body. Maybe you need to write it out. Maybe you need to talk it out. But you let yourself actually be with the feelings. We tend to numb out. We tend to want to avoid. Some people drink. Some people watch Netflix, some people scroll Instagram, some people just hang out with friends all the time. But essentially, if you're not actually talking about it or directly dealing with it, you're not dealing with it. So it's really just an opportunity for you to go directly to the source and feel those feelings. And I know this can be really scary for some people. I know it definitely is for me a lot of the time. I don't want to feel that. I'd rather feel good and be productive and be able to serve you and create podcasts and create content and coach my clients and work on my brand and my business. But when this is happening, really, the more that you suppress it, the more it's just kind of going to take to get it done, right? It's kind of like having an injury and not focusing on rehab. You're just kind of keep playing on it. It's just going to get worse. So the faster that you actually let yourself get mindful to what's going on and then actually feel your feelings is the better. I'm going to include a feelings meditation that Gabby Bernstein has shared in the show notes below for you. You might actually need a friend or someone else to support you through the process of feeling your feelings or getting even in touch with what are those thoughts and what are the physical sensations. You can use a coach like me to have a conversation. So if you want to have a one-on-one conversation with me around your recent heartbreak, I can do that with you. I can do a one-off session for $111. We can get really clear on what's going on with you, help you to feel it out and help you move through it and get back to what your commitments are and how you want to show up in your life. So if you want to have that session with me, please book in in the bio on my Instagram and I'll also put in a link below. Or you can ask a friend to do this. You can ask a therapist to do this. You can ask another coach to do this. But essentially, it's if you're not actually reliable to be able to get in touch with what's going on with you by yourself, which I mean, let's face it, a lot of us aren't. I know I'm not. I need accountability. I need other people to actually process and get that friend, call them on the phone and be like, hey, I need to talk through what these thoughts are in my mind around this breakup. Hey, I need to tune into what my body is feeling around this. Hey, I need to work through the emotions that I'm having or just have a conversation and set a time limit on it. If you don't want to be here all day, send an hour to really intentionally 
work through this. And I promise it really, really starts to shift things up. And that's kind of the main focus here is to give yourself the gift of being mindful and being with this so that you can start to shift it up and get out of it. Okay. It's really, really helpful for you to know how it is that you process. What we're talking about here is your way of processing heartbreak and dealing with sudden changes or hurtful changes in your life. It's important for you to know how your body processes and to become even mindful of that. And like I said, it is helpful to sometimes work with another professional that can kind of observe you and kind of see what might be going on for you. I know for me, for a lot of my male clients, most of them do process it very physically as well as mentally because typically men are taught and are expected to be very logical and physical in this world. Whereas in women, sometimes they can also process it mentally and physically, but a lot of the time, a lot of emotion also comes up and they might need to cry and feel it out or maybe wail. And that's really beautiful. Like it's very important to just know what goes on for you. Those are obviously generalizations and they don't need to be gendered, but just knowing your own way of processing is really helpful. And usually your way of processing is very similar to your learning style. How do you learn well? How do you actually perceive the world best? It's usually how you process the world. So I know for me, I learn really, really well by listening to people describe things to me and through visualization. When I can see a visual like reading a process out in a book or hearing it and also seeing a video like on YouTube when people do podcasts with YouTube videos alongside it, that really, really supports me. And obviously, since I do a podcast and I'm also a coach, having conversation, verbal processing is my main format. I like to verbalize it because then I can hear myself. And since I know that about myself, I know that the main thing that supports me when I'm dealing with heartbreak is having conversations, talking to people about it, talking to coaches, talking to therapists, talking to friends. What might be your way? You might be a physical processor. You might actually need to work with your hands in order to process something. So maybe doing a painting or building something with the intention of working through whatever you're working through while you're doing that might really, really support you. What are the ways that you process? Do you know, do you need a professional to help you figure it out? Get clear and honest with yourself around that. Next up, when you're really present to what's going on and you felt through some of the feelings and you know what the thoughts are, you can start to get really clear around what is the story of this heartbreak. If you were to tell someone the story of this breakup or how that friendship ended or how that job changed or how that client really switched up with you or how you stopped working with that person, what is the story that you're telling? Describe it, maybe write it out. You can tell it to someone else. Once you get present to the story of it, like the actual narrative that's going on, like, hey, it started this way, this happened in the middle, this was the climax, and this is how it ended, and this is what we're left with here. You can actually see whether or not any of that is empowering to you. Is that actually the story that you want it to be? And obviously, sometimes there's a level of just acceptance with what happened and what was, and that might be what you need. Or what you might actually need is to look at this story and to see that, wow, you're painting yourself to be the antagonist or you're putting in a lot of maybe guilt and shame around yourself and how you were, or maybe you're painting the other person to be the bad guy and the total enemy and not taking any responsibility for yourself. So it actually has you look at what's going on here. And the takeaway that I want you to look at is if you write it out like it's a story, like it's a TV show that you're going to watch. What do you have to believe around yourself for that to be a story that happened to you? 
What kind of character are you to have that story happening to you? And the purpose why I have you look at it this way is to really start to get clear on what is it that you're taking on about yourself because this happened to you or you were a part of this? Are you actually having any change in beliefs around how you feel about yourself or what you believe about yourself or the way that you experience yourself based on this experience? Let me give you an example because it's a bit of an esoteric way of talking. I just recently had a really short-lived relationship and it was really powerful to have that experience for me. And the main thing that I was realizing when I looked at the story and kind of the story arc of what happened was I was thinking of myself as, you know, a total pushover and someone who actually allows people sometimes who don't actually serve me and who might be not kind to me into my life. And that actually isn't helpful for me to think of myself as someone who lets people who are unkind into my life, as a pushover, as someone who gives too much and might not receive back in return. That's not a great character to build for myself. I don't actually want that to be true about me. And I was also noticing that some of the things that this person had said to me or some of the exchanges that we had, I started to think differently about myself. Parts of my body image had started to shift around and I actually needed to rein that in and get clear. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, they were really critical about this about me. And now I'm being critical about it too. Whereas in I wasn't before and I don't want that to be true. I don't want to be insecure about this area of my life. I never have been before and I don't want that to go on. So getting really present to who is that character that I have become in this story of heartbreak and then do I want those characteristics to be true? Do I need to have a different character story? Do I want the story to go differently? And the real takeaway here for you is when you look at that whole how it all went down and how you feel about yourself is does it serve you to keep thinking about it and experiencing it this way? So if it's not actually empowering to you, if it doesn't make you feel good, if it doesn't get you closer to your overall goal and mission in life, if it doesn't make you feel loved towards yourself and others, if it doesn't get you closer to forgiveness, joy, happiness, fulfillment, consider that you're allowed to change it. And this is really what working with a coach like me or another ontologically trained coach or a mindset coach around relationships can really, really help you do is to rewrite this story. You can change your beliefs around yourself. You can change the way that you actually are thinking about it. The same things could have happened, but the way you think about them, the way you experience them, and the way that you experience yourself can be different. So this is really my next big suggestion for you for how to deal with heartbreak is to actually get really, really real with what do you actually believe about yourself after that? Oh, are you starting to have thoughts or feelings about yourself that you didn't before? How do you feel about that person? How do you feel about the overall exchange? You know, because this breakup happened to you, do you now feel like all relationships are shitty and they're doomed to fail and you can never open your heart again? Does that really serve you? Does that support you? Does that keep you in a space where you're just locked up and tight and not ready to actually live the way you want to live? Is that an empowering place to be? And you get to decide, maybe you have to be there a little bit longer, but if it actually doesn't support you in getting your biggest fulfillment in life and in having what you want, then consider it's time to change it and rewrite that story. And there's a couple different ways to do this. Normally working with a coach that specializes in you getting clear on your own stories and then breaking them up and rewriting them is really great. You can even work with a writing coach like my friend Lynn Denise, who helps you actually write out your own stories and then read them and then you rewrite it. You actually get to rewrite the story. It doesn't mean that the facts change about what happens, but the interpretation that you're having around those facts can be very different.
Does that make sense? Let me know what you think about that around having clarity around the story and the characters that you played that the other people played and actually having a bit of artistic license to have that be different so it can actually be empowering and loving and move you forward rather than keeping you stuck and keeping you disempowered. Next up is once you get super, super clear on what these stories are, and if sometimes it might be really easy, like for instance, I realized I'm like, oh, this person didn't like this about my body. And I actually am like, oh, do I actually not like that part about my body? I can't really do much about it. It's my body, you know, unless I wanted to go do reconstructive surgery or something doesn't really need to happen for me. I'm not into that. That's not a part of my values. And really, I love myself and I love my body. So when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I don't actually need to think that. And as soon as I think that, I drop it. As soon as I have the awareness, I have the healing also present for me. Whereas there's certain things, there's certain thoughts, there's certain parts of the stories or ways that you're looking at yourself where there might be a lot of shame. You might be blaming yourself a lot. You might be feeling a lot of guilt. You might be thinking, how could I have done that? How could I have let that happen? Why did that happen? Why me? How could I have let them speak to me that way? And if there's just some stuff that you can't get over and you felt it through and you know what it is and you see it and you just can't seem to move through it, especially for more than like a few weeks or months, I really recommend going to therapy around it. Highly recommend anywhere where you feel really stuck, especially for a couple weeks. And if you've talked to friends about it and done everything you know to do, therapy is a really beautiful way to actually start to shift that up for good. Especially if you've talked to a coach about it or you've done a bunch of meditations around it and everything that you know to do to support yourself, therapy is a really great tool to move through it. And there's a couple different forms of therapy that are particularly helpful to help you really get unstuck and unblocked. So I'm going to talk about a few different suggestions and things that have worked for me for you to consider. One thing is I tend to like therapies that work on a couple different elements. What I mean by that is that there's both a talking component that's very like present and right now we're talking about it, we get to talk through it and the therapist gets to talk back to you. And then there's also like some sort of body or subconscious mind component that you get to also work through. Some like deeper processing is what I'm saying. So therapy styles that have been really particularly helpful for me are somatic therapy, which is a mixture of both talk therapy. So you're talking through what happened, what's going on, what you can't let go of, what you're feeling. And then you're also feeling it through your body. So it's a mixture of both feeling it in your body and noticing where it is and actually moving around the room. Sometimes like the therapist might ask you to sit in a particular way or keep shifting as you talk about the different elements of it. And you're also talking about it. So being able to have a physical movement along with the talking sometimes can be really helpful or a physical sensation along with the talking therapy. And then there's also transpersonal therapy, which brings in the element of spirituality or a level of the divine into your conversation. So if you're someone that's spiritual or believes in a higher source, higher purpose, transpersonal therapists bring that in as well. So it's not just you and your conversation and what happened. It's also a higher power gets to be involved and gets to be a part of the conversation that might really serve you. I know it's really served me. Cognitive behavioral therapy is a very helpful therapy style, especially for the more intellectual thought-based processors, because you're actually looking at your thoughts, you're keeping a thought journal, you're looking at what's rational, what's irrational, you have exercises to do, homework to do. It's very cerebral, it's very 
mental and that can be really helpful especially if what you're dealing with is a lot of that mental aspect with the thoughts and the repetitive thoughts and the negative self-talk that might be going on cognitive behavioral therapy is very helpful and you also start to adjust your behaviors the actions that you actually take so it's very thought and action directed so kind of tune into what might feel good for you based on your processing style and at different times in my life based on the situation different therapies have been more or less helpful for me. Most of the time, I just kind of trust my intuition. Then there's also EMDR therapy, which can be really helpful, especially if what you've gone through has been considered to be traumatic. So that major ways that you view the world have been shifted or there was violence or abuse and you really feel unsafe. EMDR is very helpful and it actually uses eye tracking and pretty deep like subconscious levels of processing that's very helpful for PTSD, any sort of trauma. Like if you had a car accident, if you were injured or you were hurt or physically or emotionally abused, that might be the therapy route to go down. And what I would really suggest is regardless of which therapy you choose, pick out a couple different therapists and then talk with them to see because it's an investment in yourself and in your life. And I know therapy can seem scary for people and it's really important that it's a good fit. Really, with all of these different therapy styles available out there, what has been found and proven in the scientific research for psychology and psychological therapy is that when you actually feel that the therapy will help you and it feels like a fit for you and you trust the therapist and you feel like they can be helpful to you, that's the most important thing. So really what there is to know is that if the therapy feels right for you and the therapist feels right and it feels like a fit, kind of like finding your soulmate therapist, that's what you do. And it's important to sometimes seek out a couple different options or ask people for supports and referrals. So if you do need some referrals, you can reach out to me directly. I can connect you with some people or just do a Google search for the different types of therapies based on your processing style. What I want to talk about next is there's also energetic therapies. Sometimes you might just need to move stuff energetically through your body. You kind of already understand what's going on. You've processed the emotions. And now there's just kind of like a blockage. Your energy just needs to shift. Your emotions just need to shift. Or you just need to feel differently. Like you kind of need to just open up the airways, essentially. There's a couple different energetic therapeutic practices that I really particularly like and that you can also try out. So one of them is acupuncture. Acupuncture is all about realigning your energy centers. And I've gone to acupuncture when I've had a fight with my sister, when I've been really upset with a boss, when I've been really stressed out about my business, when I've had a breakup where I've had a lot of anger and I just need to move through it, but I don't want to do anything. I literally want the energy and where the needles are placed to do the work for me. And so that can be really helpful, especially if you're feeling super stuck, that can start to have the floodgates open or to have it all balance out and move. So acupuncture is super helpful. Reiki is also really helpful. That's where people are using their hands to kind of move that energy through your body, through your energy centers in your body. And then there's also access bars, which is a new form of therapy that I recently learned about. It's not new, but it's new to me. And access bars is kind of like a mixture of acupressure so they're using their fingers but it's on your head and they've touched these 32 points on your head to kind of clear the channels for you and that's really really effective I think of it as a mixture of acupressure meets Reiki is kind of how I would experience it and then there's also emotional freedom technique EFT which is called tapping which you can do yourself you can google EFT practices 
or you can also go to a practitioner and they literally tap certain points on your arm and on your body to get you moving through emotions and you do also talk through that but you're moving the energy as you're talking so there's lots of different therapeutic styles to consider and one more that I do want to talk about is body talk you can also do body talk therapies lots of holistic spas or holistic centers also have body talk which it helps you to tune in and connect to your body and see what's going on. And the practitioner will actually tell you what they sense is going on for you. And then they'll start to move stuff through. So especially if you're having emotional blockages or blockages of energy in your body. And sometimes it can just feel like tightness or soreness in that space. They can help you move through that, as can going to a chiropractor. Like you might actually need a spinal adjustment to have your attitude be adjusted. It's something to consider. Or if you're having a lot of pain, go to a physio or a chiropractor to move through that pain in your body. And consider that you have the intention, like if this pain is coming up after a breakup or after the loss of a friendship or after a major loss, it could be related to that and your body just needs some massage. You could go to a massage therapist or your body just needs an adjustment in order to work through it. So there's lots of different ways to look at it. I hope that you're really hearing that whatever you're drawn to, whatever you feel in your body, and sense in your mind or know in your gut it to be true or intellectually feel makes sense to you, go do that. I really support you in trusting yourself. So I'm going to give a summary of all those therapy styles and give you some links of where you can go find that in terms of online in the show notes. After you've gotten super clear on the type of processor you are, you've processed it as much as you can by yourself or with a coach or with a friend, and then you've worked through the narrative, what is this overall story, and then you've gone and gotten some therapy to move that energy, move that final stuff out. Hypnotherapy is also very helpful. I don't think I mentioned hypnotherapy yet. I'm actually about to go do a hypnotherapy session based on my breakup because I've done so much other work. I've done journaling. I've done talking about it. I've done yoga, etc. And now I'm actually going to go do some hypnotherapy to really move that through my subconscious mind to get into that beautiful state of hypnosis, which is really just a really relaxed state, very similar to Shavasana, where I can tell my subconscious mind in that state where it's very receptive to, you know, just calm down that everything's okay and to let it know what I need. So hypnotherapy is also super helpful for me. I'm actually just about to go do it. After you've done all of that, and you're starting to feel better, what might really, really serve you My last and final tip for you is to get clear on what are your overall patterns in relationships. Has this breakup, has this friendship disintegrating, has this job loss, has this partnership agreement that didn't work through with your business partners, is that a pattern for you? Has it happened before? Does it feel familiar? Are you thinking, oh man, I can't believe this happened again. I can't believe I'm here again. Are you feeling like, wow, I really can't trust people or here it goes again? Are you just completely surprised by the fact that this happened to you and you don't even see that it might be a pattern? So a lot of the time as a coach, what we see is really the way that we do relationships is the way that we do relationships. So often the way that we have romantic relationships is the same. We'll usually go through the same pattern, you know, maybe You'll start off one way, and then after a few months, it goes this way, and then after a few more months, it goes that way, and then it ends in a kind of similar way. And maybe you don't see this, maybe you've only had one relationship, maybe you have none, maybe you've had a couple different styles of relationship, but there usually is a level of similarity and patterning in the way that your relationships go. And this is true for business relationships, for romantic relationships, for friendships, for even your relationship with yourself. 
And think of it about if you were to graph all of your relationships, what do you see as the trend? If you were to graph it, what would that look like? How does it start? How does it always feel when something new starts? When you start a new job, a new project, a new relationship? How does that feel? How does that go for you? What are you doing? What are you thinking? How is that going? And then when is there a big change? What's next? What happens next? How does the trajectory go? And then when does it usually start to kind of shift for you? When do you notice a shift? Is it a timing? Is it after a certain amount of time? Is it after they meet your parents? Is it after you've been working for a year and a half and then you get bored? Like there's usually a pattern that we all go through in the way that we do relationships that mostly we learned as children from our core relationships with our families and with our friends and with our teachers because we're such sponges when we're kids that we pick up on these major relationships and we also are in them for most of our lives. I mean, the first 18 to 20 or so years of our lives we spend with these people. So this is normally where we pick up on how relationships go or from watching all the TV. Do your relationships end with a break because you watched a lot of friends when you were a kid? Like it might sound funny, but it might actually be true for you. We pick up on how relationships go from seeing relationships modeled around us and from being in relationships. So it's very helpful for you to get clear on what is this cycle? What would it look like drawn on a graph? Again, you might be able to just draw this out for yourself. And all you need to do is how does it begin? What happens in the middle? What are the major up and down points that you typically can see that are a trend that you've seen through one or two or three or all of your relationships? And then how does it end? If it does end, do you never let it end? Do you just drag it out forever, even though you're unhappy? Does it end sooner than you wanted it to? Does it always end messy? Does it always end well? Just have a look at it. Like have a look at the beginning, middle and end. And what are those major, like, what are the up and down points? Does it look like a straight line? Are you pretty flat? Is it never exciting? Do you want it to be exciting? However this might look for you, I invite you to have a look at this without judgment, just to learn about yourself. This is all about self-learning, self-inquiry. What does this look like? If you need support doing this, a lot of the time I find that it's difficult for me to look at this by myself. I need another person to support me. Again, a coach like myself or someone else, I can refer you to a lot of coaches if it doesn't feel like it's me. If you want to work with somebody that has a different background, et cetera, and that you feel more of a fit with, I can refer you to them where you can sign up to have a session with me and we can look at your relationship patterns. Again, I'd be willing to do this for a one-off session, $111. Just let's look at all these relationship patterns and actually draw them out. And the thing to do is once you have this created, maybe you can do it with a friend. You can have a circle of, of people that want to do this with you. Once you're clear on what the patterns are, all you have to do is interrupt it. All you have to do is have it go differently. So literally, if you know, for example, that it starts off super hot and heavy and then you want to go on a vacation, it's always during the vacation that you kind of figure out, oh, this person's kind of messy or I don't like the way they do this because you spent a lot of time together and then you start to pull away. What there is to do is to break up that pattern. So maybe you don't go on vacation. Maybe you go away for two days. Maybe you decide to get to know them differently by asking them about their favorite books or asking each other a lot of questions instead of going on a vacation together. Do you see what I mean? It doesn't have to go that way, but it can be interrupted. Maybe instead of really wallowing or considering how that went afterwards, you literally go and put yourself into a pretty intense workout regime instead, or you go for a run instead of kind of diffusing and talking with your friends about what the weekend was like with your ex-boyfriend you can go for a run or you can go meditate or you can read a book. It can be as simple as like in the moment you can interrupt the pattern that you're currently in or that you notice you've been in, 
or you can even interrupt the pattern as a whole. Like if, for instance, you notice that you might be like me where you're really passionate about relationship and it starts off really hot and heavy and then there's usually something that happens that really disappoints you. Well, if you know that that's going to happen, you actually can talk through it when you're disappointed. That's a pattern interrupt. Instead of just being disappointed, being upset, being offended at this person for hurting you, you can talk to them. You can express to them what you need. You can go to a therapist and talk to them about it. Just don't do it the way that you've always done it because then you'll always get what you've always gotten. So it's really an opportunity to just interrupt the pattern, do something else, create a new pattern. Once you have the consciousness and the awareness of it, you can create whatever. And what do you want your relationships to look like? If you notice that in relationships, you get pretty bored, you stop going on date nights, you stop having sex, you just like, you know, you do the same thing day in and day out. What there is to do is actually interrupt that. Maybe you need to go on a vacation. Maybe you need to read a book. Maybe you need to go to a couple's workshop. Maybe if you're noticing with your business that it's getting really stagnant, maybe you need to have a retreat with your business partners or go work in a different location for a week outside of your house or outside of your daily process to just interrupt that pattern and make it go differently. Because as soon as they are aware that you're kind of running in an automatic thoughtless, or I don't want to say thoughtless, but it's, it's a without thought. It's just kind of happening. It's almost like it's happening to you or you're powerless to the way that it's all going down. Once you realize that that's actually what's happening, you can interrupt it and you can have it go differently. And this is really the most empowering piece I can give you is once you are aware of your own patterns, that's when you can start breaking them. That's when you can start shifting them. That's when you can decide, oh, this is how relationships have always gone for me. This is how business or work has always gone for me. How do I want it to go? What would that look like? And this is really the magic and power of working with a coach and working with therapists and working with yourself is to get clear on this and to actually have transformation be possible so that if you've had this heartbreak that potentially you could avoid that same type of heartbreak again life will always happen we will always have experiences but the thing is is it's about us being able to have choice and have freedom around what kind of experiences do we want to have and if we don't want to keep on having the same ones or we want to get out of the current experience that we're having that we have the ability to What I really want to leave you with is heartbreak can be devastating. It can be really, really emotional. It can impact your life. It can impact the way you can show up for yourself and others and your work and in your relationships. And it can be really sad. And there is a grieving process along with the loss of any sort of relationship or any person. And what I have to leave you with is if you've actually learned something from that, and there's actually a lesson from that relationship that you can take forward into your life and have it be more empowering moving forward, then it was never really a waste. It was never a loss. It wasn't actually that heartbreaking. If heartbreak has a lesson for you, then that is a blessing. So instead of it being a breakup, you could consider it a blessing. And this might be a really positive way to look at something. And like I've said already, you might need to go move through some more emotion. You might need some therapy. You might need some clarity around what's going on for you, what your patterns are, etc. But really what there is to do is look at that whole situation as though it were a story in your life and think about it as what was the lesson here for me? What am I taking into my future? What have I learned here that I can really use to have a better life moving forward, to really understand myself in the world, to be more empowered. What is the lesson that this heartbreak has given me? And that really makes the heartbreak a blessing. Let me know what you got from this episode. Please ask me any questions. Get on a call with me one-on-one if you want to connect. I do free 30-minute connection calls 
with people. I love talking about relationships. I love talking about your businesses. I love working with people who are entrepreneurs and creators and have so much within them that they know they still have to express and they just want someone to see them and to know them and to hold them accountable to being the person that they're meant to be. So if you want to connect with me and talk about your relationship patterns, talking about breaking them, please reach out. Let me know if this was helpful for you. And I am just sending you so much love, hoping you have a beautiful rest of your day. Please share this with your friends if you found it helpful. If there's someone in your life who you know would be served by this, I would really appreciate it. Leave a review and a rating so I can know how you're feeling about this podcast. And I really appreciate your feedback. It really helps me and supports me in giving you the content that most serves you. Sat Nam, my friends. Have a beautiful day.